Good evening, tentacle freaks, and welcome to Slow Motion Triple Feature, a podcast in which three friends watch three movies over the course of three weeks. Each month, a different friend will select a different triple feature for their friends to enjoy and discuss. Slow Motion Triple Feature is one of the many fine podcasts brought to you by the American Friend Institute. I'm your host, Mike Keller, and I'm joined today by my good friends, Kit and Andrew. Tonight, we're finishing off my amazing triple feature with uh, 1987's Wicked City, adapted from the novels by Hideyuki Kikuchi and directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Right. Um, welcome, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's nice of you to say, Andrew. <laughs> Acting real chummy today, aren't you? Yeah. Why? What's the problem? Well, I just I just listened to the episode you and Lee did together. Ah, yeah. <laughs> just finished it. Yeah. I noticed pretty... uh, at the end there was a little bit. I think you forgot to edit out your uh, true feelings, true feelings about your. Yours truly. Yeah. Were uh, revealed. Both yep. you and Lee, our producer, yeah. Lee, who I always thank at the end of every episode. That's right. Me unnecessary. We don't <laughs> yeah. need a quote. Can you, can you think of any greater insult than calling somebody unnecessary? I can't. <laughs> I can't either. Yeah. So I don't know. I think accusing someone of liking Cloud Atlas is pretty <laughs> high up there. Although if you if you listen to the episode, I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's yeah. a good conversation. No, but it was a good episode. I enjoyed it, uh, except for the last bit, which totally ruined my shower. So I hope you're happy. <laughs> you were in the shower. Long, long for... shower. Yeah, yeah, dude. What were you doing there, dude? I mean, the water got really cold. We ran out of hot yeah. water about an hour in. So. Now I just listen in little bits and pieces. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Great day. Kit's got a, an official headset today, so we'll be able to mm-hmm. hear it better, Andrew. That's so cool. D- now, yeah. you've got a microphone on that headset as well mm-hmm. as a microphone in front of you. Are you using both of them? Yeah, well, I'm talking to you through the headset microphone, and I'm oh, recording okay. through this microphone. Very cool. Oh, you do anyways. sound you You do sound like you're like an uh you know like a what is it a a, a flight traffic controller or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and you kind of look like one mm-hmm. um so what do we think of the picture oh boy mike this is a weird yeah. one so I none of us my... had seen this is that right no okay um yeah well i watched so... this last week and i can tell you that um yeah. several of my notes are like a line will be said and then I put it in quotes and then put like some sort of commentary on it. But it doesn't actually remind me what I'm referring to. <laughs> um, okay. We could so try to help make, you out. Yeah, that'll make it hard. Um, but uh, yeah, this one, probably not for me, my guess. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, definitely. Um, definitely for somebody, though, for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's very a specific. Well, I very specific movie, I think I really liked it, but it was very weird. Like it was part of what I liked about it was just multiple parts in this movie where I was like, this is really fucked up. Yeah, um, it's, it's extremely but... fucked up. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to hear your thoughts, but it is uh, it is fucked up in a way that is not not totally redeemable to me just yeah. because it's just extremely it's very rapey in a way that's like. I you know I mean I could I think you could argue that a movie a movie can be like aware and unaware of its glorification of rape and mm-hmm. um and I'm not sure you know 
which which one is is a a worse offense um but uh this one was definitely doing something with it and yeah. um yeah i don't know it it was like not it was like not the mo- i mean it was fine like whatever i can handle it uh but it was just like i don't know what they're other than other than i think this might be very close to hentai like yeah i you know like this is very this does feel very much like a specific fetish um that we're you know putting up on screen so i don't know you know as i said probably not for me right well and i guess let's have let's have kit jump in before we go further into the specific scenes and things like that so general thoughts on the film would you would you like it or yeah i pretty much despised this movie (laughs) yeah um and not just because it's so um i don't even know if we need to say rapey it it, you know (laughs) the e feels coy it's just rape after rape yeah at least three that i can think of that are at least assaults if not there there's one definite rape and then it's uh you know and like yeah that that sucked because i think because it is in part it sucks you know i don't love to see you know rape as a mere motivating factor for the man in the story you know in general but when it's paired with you know, the first thing that he says to her after she saves his life is, you know, can I get your measurements? Like a joke that like returns again. And so it's just, you know, in, in, in much the same way that Golgo go, 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 go. was. Yeah. Um, you know, but Golgo, see, I don't think that this movie was as well animated or stylishly animated, though there are really beautiful moments mm-hmm. um that i that i enjoyed um so it didn't have that factor to redeem it it had way more dialogue than either of the other movies we watched yeah. and that did not improve <laughs> the situation no um i was really down for uh you know the crazy monsters and there are some like very creative cool like the monster the you know, I don't mind the like the vagina lady, the like human vagina. That was cool. The lady who's like sucking the guy into her, the uh, spider lady obviously totally owns. Um, that was to me the creepiest monster. She Just... was awesome, especially the web coming from like her two yeah. vagina. Her jizzy web um, where they're driving through the tunnel and they just encounter yeah. like a web and then a web. And it, then eventually it was that car. was great yeah yeah there, cool. there was there was shit like that that was cool but it was just overall like so juvenile to me like in multiple directions both in the like the sexuality of the film but also yeah um like at the end there was a part where like where it was first of all so exposition heavy it like just reminded me of a story that a, that like somebody would like write in high school or like really really bad fan fiction or something yeah. and the part where uh i want i almost called him whitey because that character reminds me so much of whitey from eight crazy nights that horrible little oh, man oh yes 
um, I who I just I just started <laughs> skipping through when he was talking a lot of the time because I just couldn't fucking take it. It was um, you missed you missed some very bad comedy. <laughs> I know he I know, um, but he's like explaining wh- how this was all a plan to get them together, and he says like. And I was sitting there going like, please don't say love. Please don't say it's love. Please don't say. And then he's mm-hmm. like, and the secret ingredient was that the magic only works if you guys really love each other. I was like, <laughs> fuck. Like, it's just like from the mind of a perverted child, I felt like. Um, and and it's a shame because, like I said, there's some cool stuff. The church, like all the church scenery was cool that demon like standing next to the cross on top of the church was cool the monster designs were like some of them were really cool um the cityscapes were often really beautiful and like i agree that sequence of them going through the tunnel and like the web coming about like all good but it's it was borderline unwatchable i was i definitely thought about just turning it off a couple of times and being like i'm not gonna watch this yeah Um, wow okay i i really really despised it i thought visually pretty much the entire movie was very either beautiful or like darkly beautiful you know obviously a lot of ugly things are happening but like just really well designed and actually you know and it's been a few weeks now but I think I think I would put this above Golgo, at least in terms of animation and design, because it felt very that's it felt wild. maybe a little higher budget. What's that? I That's I mean. Budget like maybe. I liked Golgo quite a bit, the but visuals budget, but. maybe, but like Golgo to me is so much more dynamic looking than like I, I, I think about mm-hmm. like the action just I don't know, like the the action. Like there, there's some very cool like creature ideas and designs. I agree with both of you on that. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's a big part of it for you. Um, but I think like the actual like action this, I don't. I think maybe it looks. I mean, it's a little bit newer. Maybe it looks like like it's a like it's like it looks higher quality Neither. if that makes sense. But like the actual like. The actual ideas that are being animated, I don't think are good. Like the hand-to-hand combat and stuff is not, I don't think, anywhere near as cool. Yeah, I think. It, and I mean, it's not like it's like by leap, you know, by miles that I think that yeah. this is better than Golgo. I think that just in terms of like my personal taste, this was kind of like it's you've got your Blade Runner and then you've got yeah. your Alien. And it's it's like you've combined yeah. these things into this very, mm-hmm. very interesting 80s cartoon. I can um, I can see that. So yeah, I think visually this movie I, like really I liked it a lot, but the plot was like from from the little twist at the end to it's like, "Uh-huh, well I was protecting you all along and you're, you know, going to have the the child that unites the demon world and the like But it's like why did, did he leave me, then? But. Like why did he like right. he it didn't make goes sense. <laughs> to a brothel in the middle yeah. of an attack on them? Right. Like it just doesn't and it's it was so, so weird that that's the climax. I know. <laughs> yeah. I so, mean, yeah. I see what you mean. Like, aesthetically, <laughs> you know, I, I, it, there were, it, it, it happened to really remind me of Castlevania at points. Um, mm-hmm. Just that it was very gothic and there's all these, like, super creative monsters and it's extremely violent. And, like, it had, I think it had the material to be something that I would like. Like, the settings are cool 
like I love every time they would show like a cityscape or show them driving. Um, like the color palette's great. Um, the kind of mix of like gothic plus kind of like futuristic cyberpunky stuff yeah. is like that's cool. Um, I also think compared to Gogo, to me, Gogo was approaching a like noir action thing from a very like animated point of view mm-hmm. whereas this to me was shot like a li- almost like a live action movie that happened to be animated um which is not bad necessarily like i think that's a really good point yes there's like ang- there the fate like there's the especially like the way that it treats the characters i think was cool and you do feel compared to gogo like you feel like you get to know people so maybe maybe the animation is higher quality in the sense that there's a wider range of emotion like in the characters and in the way and the way that they're shot helps like sell that um but like yeah like the action sequences to me just felt it felt like the same thing over and over and i also didn't understand like you know i don't want to talk about fucking plot holes in in an anime or whatever but like when they they kept saying that like this child like the reason that they need to fuck is because they'll have a kid that will have the powers of both the human and the demon world and i'm like but the what are the humans the human doesn't world doesn't have any powers like they or at least whatever that is isn't described like that guy's got a gun that's his power <laughs> like yeah. he doesn't have any supernatural abilities or even and they don't describe any natural abilities like okay maybe you know not being immortal is that a human power it's just it doesn't it it's just expecting me to have seen other things <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so, have heard this story before so yeah on on that note and then also to what you said before where this felt less designed from animation and more well, like I it think, was mimicking life i think i think what you know what kit was kind of touching on is and i agree with and i think this is kind of what i was trying to say is that um this movie felt like it was uh you know a drawn live action movie where i feel like gogo definitely like pulls its idea like a lot of like its ideas from visual from uh live action cinema yeah but i think it pushes the medium of animation to much mm-hmm. much beyond the limits of this movie is yes. what I'm, no, I and I, I would say. agree with that. And actually, yeah, and what I was going to say, which kind of going off the, the point you're both making, I felt multiple times, almost every, mm, I'd say at least half the sequences in this movie, it was like, I felt like they had seen a film, used that as a template, mm-hmm. used some scene from that film as a template, and then kind of made their, yeah, not like they traced over it, but like essentially like they kind of took like that scene in the warehouse where she's being like, gang raped and then he has to go save her and there's the vagina lady and all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh it's like that just the opening shots of that felt like the opening shots of a warehouse in a live action film yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. and then the hotel they're at like when they're at that hotel with the special protection of some kind over it like it felt again like this feels like something from a movie like a live action movie even the way it's uh not filmed the way it's directed or animated Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we're. I guess it sounds like we're in agreement agreement on that. Um, that said, I think what I liked most about the movie was just how uncomfortably weird so many of the scenes were. Um, like from the the opening, my first note is just the Spider Woman sequence was just like whoa. Um, yeah, 
I was I didn't, super I mean, that was on board. Cool. Yeah. I was yeah. super on board at that point. Yeah, right. for sure. Well, and it's I don't like he says some stuff at the beginning. Like there's like a shot of the city and he's like something about here we are in this world, you know, something. And yeah. uh, I knew I knew from the IMDb summary this has something to do with demons or something. But he just he goes home with this lady and she becomes this like creepy like spider thing with like a yeah. you know t- teeth in her vagina and everything. And like uh, and then at the end, he's just kind of like she like hops off and like runs down the building and runs away. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of on the balcony like, hmm, all right, well, that's pretty wild i mean i uh, wish there wasn't i wish there wasn't as much exposition i know it's like seemingly trying to follow like a film noir kind of blade runner-y format but like imagine if that just happened imagine if we didn't have a prologue of like hey crazy shit's about to happen and it was just like him talking to that bartender about a lady (laughs) and then it happened and then when they're fucking she turns into a spider that's like that's way more fun or even if like again i know i shouldn't it's just that like the well, the lore is so bad real that quick. it's like yeah sorry so did you watch i watched the japanese version with the subtitles did you watch the yes. english okay yeah no yeah, i watched I felt, the subtitles i felt like they didn't really broadcast that something that strange was gonna happen i mean they don't broadcast that like he, a lady's gonna turn into a spider while he's having sex but like we know there's demons we know that he is right, like okay not really who he says he is. And I just think that the movie would be more fun. And again, I'm sorry to like, <laughs> I not, I need to leave movies alone, I guess. But um, they, the, the mythology of the like black guard sucks so bad anyway, that it's like, what if he was more of an audience surrogate and this was all like news to him as well. And then he meets, you know, his Trinity, like, and, and she, like, she, like that to me sounds like a more fun way to experience this situation than yeah. just like, Oh, this is something that happens. Like you say, he goes out on the balcony. He's like, huh? And I mean, yeah, you're right. That does like add to the strangeness of this situation, but I think it would be more fun if he was learning all of this yeah, and it would yeah. be, it would just feel like more of a story. And then again, I mean, doesn't the matrix have a similar, like, Oh, Trinity and Neo are supposed to get together and all this shit. Like it, it you could still have your stupid, like destiny and like, you know, Jesus baby type plot, but I don't know why we have to start with, Again, unless unless the lore is going to unfold in a really interesting way or like we're going to maybe like meet characters that he's already. I don't know. I'm kind of going like go the Hellboy 2 direction or go the Matrix direction. But this is just kind of like, you know, you've seen better movies, so you know what we're trying to do. Yeah. And and also, I mean, when the movie when the movie opens the the world, it looks like our world. Yeah. So it's like you've already kind of you've already sort of committed to, I think, surprising us with what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I will say it was still a shock to me <laughs> when yeah. when when a, a, a jizzy vagina opened up on that lady. Um, yeah. Well, it's very it's very interesting. Like now that I think about it, it is very like he he's like a computer salesman or he he like sells technology by day and i'm like well that's a really that's really interesting but like that never comes back again right that's actually yeah when i was i so after i finished it i kind of clicked back through to put my notes together 
um, and just brand, like landing in random spots. And there was that scene where his coworkers kind of like bust in his shops, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, hey, we're all going to, I think they're going to go play some game or something. And uh, he's like, oh, you're the worst at it. Ha ha. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, I completely forgot that at the beginning of this movie, he's in like some yeah. office building, you know. Right. <laughs> well, in the beginning and in the beginning, they talk about um, his like opening monologue talks about the city almost more as a like technological dystopia um, than a like demonic dystopia. Yeah. But like technology doesn't really. Yeah play any kind of role in this he doesn't have a bunch of like gadgets designed with human science um and i'm like oh maybe that's the thing that humans have to offer is like this science aspect but like that's not a thing so these are this is based on a series of novels i wonder if that lore is expanded in the books or yes similarly you know shallow or black and I agree. I think that would be interesting if it was like a science versus magic sort of thing. And like, you know, the mm-hmm. happy medium is somewhere in the middle. But humans. You know also- what? You know what is that? What? Castlevania. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like humans also use magic in this, right? Like, they yeah, use, they use guns. If you consider but that like magic guns, they're magic well, guns. right? <laughs> and like this, the spiritual force fields and. Uh, yeah, exactly. that don't so. do anything. It didn't work at all. No, right. it didn't work. It didn't <laughs> well, work. but I mean, so not to like, to be defensive, but like, I mean, Golgo is similarly repetitive in the sense where it's like, but a scene yes, is set up but and- but Golgo, I think Golgo has a level of awareness of itself that this movie does not have. Like, I think okay. e- even like even like the, the sex scenes, which I think are also absurd but there is to me it's like we kind of talked about this in the episode but he's like cool on top of cool on top of cool to the point where it's like ridiculous you know the dude's face never moves he doesn't emote (laughs) he's he you can't fucking kill this dude i think it's like every action movie trope at the time just dialed up to a hundred like the movie like the move in golgo he encount a woman captures him and just in his pr- just being in his presence causes her to start flicking her bean. <laughs> and so like and I just I feel that that movie understood what it was doing. I think this movie doesn't quite I think this movie thinks it's cool. I think this movie is is so, like is like edge lord stuff. I, I yeah. like that about it. Like, I, I agree with you, but I, I think that that's not even like and that's a good thing. But like, I like that this feels like the expression of like a person's weird stuff that like they would not. I mean, who but, knows what they would say to you in person. But like, I like yeah. that it feels like awkward in that way. Like um, you're learning more than you would care to know about the person who's made this. I can this I can see that. Like, I like. And I, I think the repetitiveness of Golgo is like a good point. Although I agree with Andrew that it's like, it's funny in Golgo. And here, I think that the movie is so obnoxious in certain moments, like the com- and not the hor- the comedic beats. Like I'm not even talking about the rape right. being obnoxious, right. but like the thing that made me come very close multiple times to turning this off was the like exploitation and like violence specifically toward you know 
a character who seems to only exist for that purpose um, mixed with that little guy and the stupid dopey music that would play whenever he was on screen and his terrible jokes and the sound of his voice. So it's like, it's that double whammy. Um, Like, I think the movie would have been better in a way if it was just dark and reprehensible (laughs) throughout as opposed to trying and failing to be funny, which is just like a, I guess I'm saying a worse sin than rape. Right. Uh, but yeah, that that combo, that double whammy, because like at least like Golgo was repetitive, which but it wasn't like obnoxious. Like at least like, oh, the music is cool, the look is cool. But I'm like, in this movie, like I'm having to look at that guy who's not disgusting in a like cool horror monster way. He's just like and, gross. <laughs> like, he just looks like so. he looks like a, a raisin with a Fu Manchu. My note on him was, and this, I guess, could be a little obscure, but uh, for Mayart, his voice reminded me of Detective Popcorn from the last podcast yeah. on the left. I wish, though. That yeah. voice is cute. Yeah. Um, and that was mostly the scene where he's in the uh, um, the car at the beginning. They've just picked him up from the airport, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, they say having sex with a demon woman can kill you. Still, I would like to know that pleasure at one point in my life, or that ecstasy, something like that. It was uh... Also, that reminds me mm-hmm. that there's this whole thing that kind of only comes up at the end, where like when, when what's his name? Tika? What's his name? Uh, Taki. Taki. It's confusing because when... it's Taki and Mackie. Like, yeah. yeah, the woman is Mackie and he is Taki. So Taki, like, sh- he kind of d- denies that he loves her. And it's apparently because, like, she's like, is it because ca- I'm a demon? Like, you can't love me. And I just feel like that hadn't really been a thing. You know, like, that hadn't really been a thing that, like, he didn't seem to experience it as a profound betrayal when it's revealed that she is a demon. He seemed like completely still cool and like compassionate toward her yeah. after that revelation. There's no understanding that that would be a problem for him. And it's also not really established that like, I mean, it's kind of established maybe that he's a playboy. And so for that reason, he he's like, you know, he's like a commitment phobe or he has some kind of issue there. But that's not really explored either. It's just like, so I don't even know. I don't know why that's happened. I don't know why he even pretends he doesn't love her. He's, it's been made pretty obvious that he does. I know these are like little things, but it's just like, there's very little to hang your hat on in this movie other than cool, you know, various takes on pussy monsters. Um, But. And I guess penis monsters as well. All those, yeah, those, those definitely. I did. I mean, I will give them some credit. Um, I had a really hard time looking at that tentacle thing. Like, oh, the thing that like went into her mouth. Yeah, I. That was that, that was yeah. that's that was probably the moment in which I was like, "Do I turn this off?" Uh, that was. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, that was hard to watch. I mean, I it's a little bit of both because I'm like. I guess I, I compliments to them for making something so uh, off putting, yeah, which is clearly yeah. what they're trying to do. So they did that because it right. really did like turn my stomach. <sighs> I don't um, know. Well, and See, I've that's, never... that's 
I don't know if I agree that this movie. I know who knows is, is totally <laughs> meant to be off-putting because there is, you know, when 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 various acts of rape are happening, they're also they're oh, also yeah. shot like love scenes a lot of the a lot of times. That's like, what I'm th- saying. That's what that's know, the mix. That's that's. Yeah. I think that the tentacle monster would have been uncomfortable even if it was portrayed purely as like a monstrous thing yes. happening. Um, the sexuality of it is like gross in a way to me that like, I don't think essentially, I don't know. I don't know. But like, yeah, there were so many just like loving shots of boobs. I was like, you know, I love boobs as much as the next guy, but Jesus, this is <sighs> like, this is, it, it does. I mean, you are 100% right, Mike, that it feels like someone animating his own fetish. 100, 100%. Yes. And times. I suppose that that is not actually an uncommon thing <laughs> for filmmakers to do. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, I think if I felt yeah. like, I think if I felt like I under, because it's such a prominent piece of the movie, it feels like it has to like, I have to, I feel like I Pay have off. to, yeah, I feel like I have to come away <laughs> understanding it on, um, on his kind of, you know, on the same, on, mm-hmm. on a similar level as the person who's directing it, because otherwise it's just, it's either it's either one it's definitely it's either not for me or which i don't think many filmmakers are trying to make movies that people don't want to watch <laughs> or it's a failure yeah i think you want it to be like angel's egg is one where that was an ex- very singular vision and felt very much like we were seeing one guy's ideas and vision and experience translated into this story but this doesn't have that same and you know and that was ambiguous like we don't know exactly what it meant or anything but you felt like you were in tune with it um and working through it alongside him as opposed to this being like it's weirdly, and I think this is probably part of what Mike's li- Mike likes about it, because it does increase the weirdness factor, is it's almost like is presented to us as though it should be as palatable and enjoyable to us as it is to him. Not not purely in a like sexually gratifying way, although that's part of it, but just in a like it's like a guy making his like ultimate movie and we should be like high fiving him. <laughs> Yeah. About yeah. it. And instead we're like, what's wrong with you? Well, and I'm not I'm not a I'm not a prude. I like I like tits, I like pussies, I like uh I like I even uh, you know, not in a sexual way, but I'm I I will uh hoot and holler when I get to see some some friggin' hog in a movie mm-hmm. because it's so That's rare. True. Um <laughs> so I'm I'm all about it. Uh and and I know that like uh rape rape fantasies and things like th- and they exist and um i don't totally i don't get it really but it is uh you know i don't want to like you know kink shame or whatever if that's your thing um <laughs> kink shame rape fantasy <laughs> i'm just saying it's a it's a it's yeah. a thi- it's, yeah, it's definitely hey if it's everybody very... if everybody's consenting it's yes, a fantasy. go for it it's, it's a, exactly um so it's just, but it is, it is, you know, it, it is so, it's probably one of the, the, it's probably the most common fetishes, one of the most common fetishes that's like, 
at odds with reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's uh it's like up there with whatever army hammer is. Um and so <laughs> it's and I think if you're gonna if you're going it's it's challenging, honestly. Like this is a this movie, if 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 I felt that uh sexy rape was something that was integral to the movie and mm -hmm. it managed to you know enhance my understanding and it felt integral to everything that was going on i think this might be the one of the, you know the most ambitious and successful movie ever in terms of an artistic endeavor but it's just like i don't i just can't connect with it well so a couple thoughts uh one there was i think kit had said like we're supposed to give this guy a high five uh, and think that this is like really cool and all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like there was a time before everybody was like very thoroughly like uh, tapped out from just constantly consuming pornography. Where like, <laughs> like if you read like horror paperbacks in the eighties or seventies, yeah. they're very horny and they're very weird. <laughs> Um, and so I think there was just a time culturally where people had uh, maybe their sex, their libidos were higher because they weren't so drained by, you know, all those por the pornography people watch now. So, like, I think that's this is more this is just this guy expressing this in fevered, you know, like you think I don't know. You think rather this than is, him thinking like, well, that's the only way he can see it is if he animates it. Right. And so it's okay. like, it's, I don't okay. know if it's like he's he's waiting around for high fives after this movie plays. Like, I think it's like this is just what he created. And like, you know, but who knows? I have no idea, you know, anything about this guy. The second thing, though, is I think we're overstating the amount like. This isn't really like rape, like a lot of these things are like monstrous rapes. And I think uh. that there's probably for us a cultural disconnect between like. I mean, I, I, I have not, I honest to God, this probably is not something you guys will believe, but I've never watched um, hentai. Uh, I've seen images of, and like, I know all of the, the common tropes of tentacle rape and stuff like that. So I like, think you have now officially. I think this, I think is... That this is very close, like uh, moments of it. But I also think that while it might be erotic in a way, I think it's also, it's supposed to be kind of horrifying and it's like a bad thing in terms of the plot. Like we're, you know, we we're he needs to rescue her from yeah. this or like, it's bad that this spider vagina has opened up underneath him and like stolen his, you know, DNA or his semen. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, but I wonder if there's a cultural element we're missing. I, I, I guess I'm also trying to say, I don't think that this is a huge outlier in terms of Japanese culture of its time you're, you're probably right they are a very horny people as i understand it's just it. weird stuff a lot of the time to us and it seems very and weird. i think i think that animation being kind of their one of their only ways around like the censorships and stuff is you know they're gonna go hog wild you know so maybe in a way like porn is very important to well yeah uh, and, i mean in their society. pornography i think still they can't show actual no. penetration and no, they can't. Um, vaginas. I don't know if they can show penises or not, but everything has to get blurred out. No, you can't uh, show dicks. Can't show dicks either. Yeah, and so I think that's kind of where hentai comes from, and I don't know yes, where all the tentacle is. stuff comes from. But you like, mean that's what they think might be there? Well, they can't. They yeah. can't because they, they haven't seen. This is they so can't. Some, uh, fangs <laughs> open up. They can't, they, they can't draw dicks either. 
So okay. the tentacle like, is the is the dick. It's so that makes sense then to me. Yeah. Yes. And then why it gets all weird and stuff like this? Well, it's like why? Like if you look at pornography on uh, Pornhub, like American pornography, it's there's uh, it's it's odd as well. So like yeah. Anyways, those are just thoughts I had. Not even really yeah. countering. I'm not I saying like you guys totally, are judging yeah. it too harshly or anything. No, 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 yeah. no. I, I, I get you. You're right. There's um, I, well, I, no, I, go ahead. We have our. I mean, you know, Americans have their own monster porn that is monster porn industrial complex that's like massive. Um, specifically like werewolves and shit. Oh. Uh, not what I was thinking of. The the Omega verse and stuff like. <laughs> so like I think it, it's. What? What? you don't know what the omega verse is i don't, I don't know is? what you're talking about no. No. okay <laughs> you guys should definitely watch lily L- Lindsay ellis's uh no. omega verse okay. videos okay. it's uh i don't it doesn't not, sound like i want to it's not fun uh <laughs> yeah it's not fun but it so is similar yeah. let me jump in andrew be sure you log out of your youtube account before you watch <laughs> yeah. this video on youtube yeah <laughs> um so yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I think you have a point, but I still feel like you know I have to judge this based on my own sensibility. And yeah, absolutely. Honestly, if again, if it was, uh, I don't. I was looking forward to this because I saw a preview of like the like images of the monsters, specifically the spider lady. Like yeah. I was looking forward to like a naked hot like spider lady yeah uh succubus type thing like that seems cool and i don't mind at least in animation just like ridiculously violent and like uh uh misanthropic no, <laughs> storylines it's just that it, it's more that it's like if you're going to have something so repetitively kind of at least to my sensibility hateful like in a, and and just and disturbing in not a fun way to me yeah uh in a movie like the the story better like <laughs> do something <laughs> right yeah. with that um like i don't necessarily like you know there's what's the movie the no way movie with like the notorious uh oh rape uh, scene irreversible Yes. And, I, and there's an argument to be made that like like some people find that exploitative, but you could you could and people have like defended it what it does for the movie. You know, it's not as if like depicting rape is always wrong or depicting rape adjacent or misogynist or whatever violence against women is like can't ever be justified in a story. But it's just like this story is like so stupid that it was like. You know, I think those scenes would have played differently. And again, if like if the. You know, since this isn't porn, I don't think. It just being sexy to some people, I guess, is not reason is not thorough, is not justification enough. Like it has to have something to do with. I, I would argue it has to have something to do with the story or some characters and it doesn't really have any kind of payoff in the way i mean even if it played into like they hate her because she betrayed them which is something that 
I could put together from the facts of the story, but it's not something that the movie itself does anything with that like this is some kind of punishment for her having killed one of her own people and she's uh she is such a pariah that they like delight in torturing her or something like that's not really there's just there's nothing there except either finding it like titillating or as i did kind of like you know disgusting in not a fun sure (laughs) not a fun way like a spider lady having like web coming out of her vagina which like that's great love that for her (laughs) well one thing (laughs) to point out and i again there's cultural differences with this too but like these are demons so like they're probably supposed to be gross and evil and sadistic and but i still uh, again it's like that it's like evil is not a fun theme for a story necessarily either unless it's it like play it like it things have to i feel i feel that things have to connect like right i don't think it's super and we may disagree about this because i know you've 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 levied this complaint at like recent horror or like uh monster movies where like the monster always has to be tragic in some way which like i instead of he can't just like be you know a godzilla like uh, like you didn't like uh the 2014 godzilla which i loved i think because it kind of moralize like godzilla himself had like a set of (laughs) uh had like a morality to him well um that yeah we don't have to get in that movie in particular but that (laughs) movie mostly i found it to be boring um but then yes i don't like the trend of either i mean there's the disney version of of having every maleficent yeah well actually dalmatians murdered her mother so that's (laughs) why she's like i want just a bad guy like not all the time but at least like i don't like this trend of being like well they're actually a good guy and like then you're supposed to think the villains are the i don't know or joker was another one where it was like yeah uh well yeah anyways we don't need to get all the i get that yeah and i get that um but I but I also tend to think that like pure evil is like, well, they're demons. That's why they're evil is also boring. If you don't, you would at least want your central villain in that case. Maybe they're well, surrounded by demons, but you want your central villain to be like Satan or somebody with a grudge or some kind of right. emotional Something reason for doing the things they're doing. Sure. Yeah. And that's also not true in this movie, right? Like deep demons, like it's it's is it if if yeah demons I'm, are good in this movie. <laughs> well, aren't aren't isn't yeah. that the, that's the whole, okay? Because we don't really. I mean, we don't. We that's maybe that's one complaint I have about the movie. They're like X Men. Yeah, is that well, I don't I don't get a sense like all of the bad, all of the yes the 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 villains in this movie are villains. Excuse me. All of the villains are villains. All of the villains in this movie are demons, and then uh, except for the girl, and then right. everybody else is human. I guess May right. May art is well. Some supposedly, sort of it's weird actually thing. a lot. It's a yeah. lot like X Men, where like supposedly the demons that we all the demons we see in this movie, other than Meek Meek Maki, uh, <laughs> are. Um, <laughs> are ter- like terrorists like she describes them as terrorists but we don't yeah, see right. any demons who aren't terror <laughs> like we don't see any of the demons who like signed this peace treaty and like want to get along right. with humans or the like, scientists who devised whatever genetic thing allows them to have a baby yeah. like it's just weirdly 
empty. So like I'm also watching this going like, why should I want these worlds to unite? Yeah. Like uh, the these guys are pretty fucked up and they don't really show any humans persecuting demons. Not that that's the only way to tell that story, but it's like based on Maki Maki's like version of events like it seems like that. Anyway, it's a uh, there's a lot missing, and I also found myself very, like, I think partly because it's so repetitive and also partly because, like, there was almost no story. Like, the end is just felt very abrupt to me. Like, like it's just like, oh, okay, we're over. Like, we're go- now the treaty. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement that it's, like, it's not a good story. Yeah. But that sure. there is interesting I think we all stuff agree visually the story wasn't so hot but we loved the constant uh rape yes so, yeah. real, yes real, real quick on that yes I don't I know I know we've been like like you know 80 percent of what we've been talking about is the sexuality of this movie but yeah. um but I I am it's a very horny movie <laughs> I know I am curious because earlier Mike you said that she's 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 only raped once but i feel like she says no every single time and that the only thing that's would indicate it is anything but rape is that it is shot in a way that maybe suggests that some sort of pleasure is happening which does not mean that it's not rape even if she's there's some sort of like careful now, Andrew. I know this is a tough one. This is a tough <laughs> one. I'm just saying that like I don't. So at the hotel at the beginning, her like ex boyfriend or whatever shows up, and right. he he begins he for I, like as one I, scene. He but he shows up and he does as I understand it, he does penetrate her, and she says no, and she's restrained, and then they so and then and then she's taken later to like a rape dungeon. Right. I don't know what else where she is where it is suggested that she is just um endlessly and repetitively raped. Well, and I mean it's described as like a rescue. Right, and we see a like bunch she's of it. being I mean, she's like being tortured. Guys. Yeah. 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 So I guess yeah, I I can't think of any the only sex scene in this movie that doesn't read as rape to me. And I do think that maybe Maybe if we got the director in the in a room alone and we could like actually kind of suss out what he's going. Right, no thank you. No thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, you, you'd be on the other side of some of some. I don't uh, want to meet this guy. <laughs> one one way glass. Um, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is like maybe there's maybe he would agree too that it's not rape because it's it's because it's some sort of like fantasy Monster. that comes from him. So mm-hmm. maybe there's maybe there's some argument there. Um, but yeah, I don't. Only thing well, I and could... our, our boy gets his semen stolen. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> like, that ain't right. Like, that's, yeah. that's she turns into up. a spider and well, hurts and, him and yeah, takes no, his semen. <laughs> what I meant, to, to clarify what I meant, is like the first one where it's her, they're in that hotel. It looks mm-hmm. like he uses his hand, which I'm not a lawyer, but I guess that that is referred to as a specific type of rape that's digital rape. So Wait, you're okay. using your fingers or hands. That Wait. is a certain type of rape. Oh, di- so, digits. Digits. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> digital. I've never, I've never heard the term before. Um, yeah, 
I guess that's yeah. what it. Yeah. So that's what that would be. Called. But that's. But yeah, I mean, it's not like we need to count. Rape. Like it's all it's all unpleasant, unwelcome sexual stuff. Like from the Spider Woman, you know, almost eating him <laughs> with her vagina. Yeah. To the and it's also like I didn't when you know when I was saying earlier, it's like I don't know. Do I count? a demon with multiple tentacles going right. like down her is like is that technically rape well we'll have to ask the judge like <laughs> I, you know i don't know uh so that's i didn't i wasn't trying to say like but well, yeah like because it, you have the... to see it as sexual it's like to to call the tentacle situation rape you have to see that as like a sexual act to begin with. You know what I mean? Right. Almost, you have but, to acknowledge the horniness of that. You have to be like, oh, well, yeah, this, these are penises, which like, which I would not think. I know. I think so, so the, shoot it that way. So that would be Mike. That is how you could get that guy. Uh, he could beat a rape charge if you were like, oh, so you're so you're saying this was sex then, huh? Right. These tentacles like forcing themselves down a woman's throat and, right. you know, ho- like holding her in midair. And yeah, that's how I'll you just, would do it. I'll say this, you know, these demons in the era of Me Too are going to get in a lot of trouble. So I yeah. might have been able to get away with it in the 80s. But boy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's also I thought it was interesting. I thought one of the only <clears throat> interesting or slightly less juvenile aspects of the sexuality was that there was something in for me to the horror both the horror and the uh uh does the horror at the at the idea of being swallowed by by vagina by a vagina fully but also the like attraction to that like that being part i was like that's i mean that's cool and they depend i loved like there are some good transitions in some ways the technology seemed advanced where they had i don't know if it was like computers or what but they had like misty elements that could come into the scenes and the part where like the vagina lady which is just amazing design my favorite um, character she's awesome and like is talking to him and then it just transitions to him like in the womb, like inside of her. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's just kind of that misty, you know, fog on the screen. I was like, that, that was really cool. Even though I knew what was coming, right. I knew he was going to take out his gun and shoot a hole through a lady because that is like the only thing that happens in this movie is him taking out his gun, blowing people's arms off, blowing holes in women, like all of this. Like, I think if I think if he were a true feminist, he would have uh, not done that. I think he would have supported <laughs> her. Just lived inside her forever. Lived inside yeah. her, yes. <laughs> um, he for she. Uh, they. Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, if he just take that gun away from him, he is absolutely useless. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's got nothing. He does. He does. And he even does, even even with totally... the gun, he has to be rescued multiple times. That's true. He does. He does punch like fully through like two dudes that's true and i was wondering about that does he have powers that was cool that was great lee also enjoyed that but like when he goes to the airport and then those guys are chasing him yeah Yeah, and he jumps in the air is he like so does he have powers or is that just like i think that's just anime a strong guy okay yeah it was very anime all of a sudden yeah but yeah i don't know i thought it was definitely bonkers but i thought it was it was cool it was fun i had a good time watching it it was also like I started watching it on my player with a USB drive plugged into it. Like you can plug it into the back and watch video files and it was all blocky and pixelated. But Mm -hmm. uh, so I stopped watching it and then came over to my computer to watch it where it played much clearer. Um, 
But yeah, the weirder the movie got, the more I was like, I'm glad I moved out of the living room because our windows were open. So I was like in the off chance <laughs> that my neighbor would be like walking out in their backyard and watching like, you know, like this like little old like, you know, man get sucked into these ladies boobs or something. Hi, uh, neighbor. Was, yeah. <laughs> Howdy. That um, is one of the weirdest. <laughs> uh, no, me. you're you're the, the nice old lady from across the street. She's finally coming to, <laughs> to welcome you to the neighborhood. She's got a hot apple pie in her <laughs> and as she's as she's walking, she looks up and she sees what you're watching, and she drops the pie in the street. I I oh. rarely have that experience of like, oh god, I hope nobody sees or overhears this. But like a couple weeks ago, I was at our friend's house while they were out of town and like spray painting in their backyard, and I was listening to a podcast, and their neighbor came out to feed the the chickens, and on the podcast they were doing a bit about what they called a milk pee, which is like when you drink a lot of milk and then you just like pee like extraordinarily. Um, <laughs> and I was just like really sitting here like, oh, they, I need to make sure they don't hear oh, no. <laughs> what, what I'm listening to. They're going to like report me or something. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I have felt for most of my life. So. That's your life. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, um, oh, yeah, that's something Mike probably has a lot. All the time. Constantly. Um, Whether it's my yeah. political podcast or it's my <laughs> weird horror movie or whatever. None of it is socially acceptable. <laughs> um, do, uh, do you want to just kind of go through our notes and see if we picked up any? Yeah. Uh, miss, missed any stuff? Okay. I got some stuff. Um, go for it. Oh, um. I thought the soundscape was at times kind of dead in like a way that just felt like there was nothing there. Not like there was like, you know, ambient room tone, but like just like, oh, it's just absolutely silent here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, definitely. And, and, the, and the music was horrible. Yeah. Compared to Angel's Egg, definitely right. insufficient. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kind of feel like, you know, a big part of, you know, selling animation uh yeah. it, it has to be like your soundscape really has to be there um yeah and so yeah i i didn't i didn't love that uh i got some just like funny stuff like she shows up she saves his life and then calls him a pussy which i thought was funny and maybe <laughs> maybe true um <laughs> movie's bad at being sexy uh oh don't worry, they only got my fake hand when that dude gets his. That was hilarious. Hand oh, blown yeah. off. That ruled. Uh, that guy's cool. But Where's like, that? what? What did that mean? First <laughs> I don't of all, know. So that's a, is that a samurai thing? I or is this racist? Because like somebody's arm getting cu got cut off like three times, three or four times. Yeah, I, don't I know, know it's a thing that like George Lucas also does because of yeah. samurai movies. Okay. Um, but like when he said that, like do, do we we never get an explanation for that, right? No. I don't no. think so. That's it actually, so funny. That line specifically kind of threw me at first because I, I was like, wait, what? Well, it's kind of like, you know, I feel like um, in a lot of movies, when you have like a hero or like a major character, the movie's going to be more reluctant to like hurt them in a way that mm -hmm. the, the movie now has to support that, you know? So like if this character is going to be right. in the movie for the rest of the movie, now we have to write around the fact that he... Uh, no longer has one of his arms and that has right. to be part of the movie. So you naturally, you know, you maybe you don't want to do that, but this guy is, 
he loses his fake hand, <laughs> reveals that it was a fake hand, and then disappears from the movie. Uh, it also wasn't just his hand that got ripped off. It was his entire arm. Yeah. Well, luckily, he just has, he's got another, he's, his, it was just the fake hand, though. Well, yeah, and it makes you go, wait, is this guy, because I thought he was a human. Not that you can't be a human and have a fake arm. Don't come for me. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> that seems like the kind of thing that, like. I like how. There's just someone nothing. who can read. You can't <laughs> say anything at all. You anymore. can't say anything. Yeah. Um. Sorry. You I mean, no. But yeah, like I, it just it made it seem. Oh wait, is he a supernatural guy? Because he was so nonchalant about losing an entire huh. arm. No. <laughs> that I'm that like, dude, what? That dude's always ready to pull one over on his enemies with his that one fake hand. Um, <laughs> it reminds what's me of that the, guy's uh, story? the yeah, guy from I, Arrested Development. The uh, yeah. Oh, the list guy. That's what, or the that's what the lessons guy. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why you know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, I liked the line. It will take one hour, no matter how fast I drive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, that's probably not true. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Most every... Can... Did you yeah. have a? Oh, sorry. oh wait, I got wait, I got more. Okay. Um, the jizz overlay I thought was was great. Like I think uh-huh. it was af it was maybe part of the tunnel scene or like shortly after. No, it was after. I don't know where he's go- he's maybe he's going to the demon world or something. But there's like a uh, an overlay of like stringy jizz. It's like like low opacity jizz. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys the spider that. webs. I think maybe spider webs, but it wasn't in the tunnel. It was like later in the movie. Um, okay. I watched this a week ago and have tried to forget sure, yeah. a lot of it. Um, the elbow spear. I thought elbow spear guy was what? cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. What? I When those popped out, I was like, that cannot be useful. How elbow does somebody fight with those? Well, if you got a dude right here <laughs> and you got your but freaking elbow. what if elbows, you got a dude in front of you? Turn around. <laughs> Just come at him like Also, this. I think it's a liability that they don't yeah. shoot out. They remain attached. Right. So like well, that seemed like that, that would yeah. hurt. And that was his ultimately his undoing. Yeah. So yeah. you're right. Bad 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 uh whatever the demon whoever designs demons uh did a bad job. Uh the uh, what is it? The and, I guess the devil? Is that are demons in his image? I don't know. Yeah. How does that work? I, don't know. I, don't I thought know it works. was weird too when he like covers himself with stone so that that guy's gun won't work when it's like is that the best? <laughs> is that the only defense against this gun? Because it doesn't seem to. Like, the gun often seems not to to do what it what it is supposed to do. Yeah. And it also means that that guy's just he can't move. He's like I don't know. <laughs> I also didn't get. I also didn't understand when he said, "You see what happens to those what's happened to those men you've killed." Does it? Did he mean that they were regenerating? That's what I thought, but then they didn't seem but to. But then regenerate. they don't regenerate. Right. No. Okay. All right. And then uh, my last my last note was about uh, what is it? Mayart? Maynard? That dude? Uh, Maynard. Yeah. yeah, It was. uh, Imagine if some perv was constantly asking you if you fucked your girlfriend or not. Just like kind of. Yeah, it would be like living in Portland with Brandon and Andrew. Yeah, exactly. That's that's where my mind went as Uh, well. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Maybe it's, maybe the reason I don't like him is because I really don't like myself. You yeah. you see too much of yourself in Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh uh Kit, did you have 
uh, notes or more th- some more thoughts? No, I've got some notes. I think I think that um, I think that you talking about the sound kind of added reminded me of another thing that may have played into the almost turning this off. It's like the combo of like pretty you know sort of reprehensible content at times, but mixed with Whitey, who's just Mayart, whatever, who's right. the worst. And then the music that would play whenever he yeah. was doing his stupid thing was like, oh, I can't fucking take this. It felt so TV. It felt very oh, for sure. so, Saturday morning cartoon in a way that I never watched those. So I don't have that aesthetic. They didn't me. look like this. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I think that that's also sort of a Japanese thing, though. Like no, that I think you're type right. of humor and character. Yeah. I feel like pops you're up right. a lot. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a. It's gonna be a problem if I'm gonna continue liking anime. <laughs> um, okay, a couple of my uh, notes. Actually, first I have a question. Did Lee like the movie? Um, he didn't watch the whole thing. I think we thought the same things were cool. He liked the guy getting punched through the face, like he yeah. liked the monsters. But I think he understood why I was skipping through that little man and right you know about to turn it off a couple of times okay because i know he's more of an anime guy so i didn't know if he had weighed in on like this is an outlier or this is i remember him laughing at something Uh and i don't remember what it was but i remember him laughing and being like what does he think is funny like i don't (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh um so let's see here uh, at the, the scene at the airport that we talked about, there yeah. is a disembodied head uh, that has mm-hmm. tentacle legs, and that was yeah, just yeah. like straight out of the thing. In you know, in the yeah, film, oh, totally, for sure, for sure, totally. So uh, also uh, later on, when they're on the roof of the church, uh, the shadow rebuilds himself, and he's like crackling, and there's like whipping tentacles everywhere. Yeah, and that reminded me a lot of when they first find the dogs that have been eaten by the or kind of absorbed by the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like there's like tentacles flying everywhere and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think the thing was a big influence on this. I think uh, you're right. Totally. Uh, which is funny because I just I finished a book, uh, an '80s horror book where it's like they pretty much just ripped off the thing. There's like this like slime that's moving around and abandoned. Um, what do you call those things? Oil, not tanker, but uh, rig. Rig. Yeah. And anyways, so but it's like so many scenes. It was like, oh, this guy saw the thing and like wrote like a little paperback. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll be quick. Uh, I really liked the Soapland scene because it was just so yeah. weird. It was just this like that's the movie going from like this light and bouncy kind of like weirdness with May art, like humorous kind of weirdness to just like she's like absorbing oh. him. And there's like this yeah. like infant sized man like being sucked into. Yeah, her torso. that was amazing. It was, was weird. Yeah, very wild. Also, yeah. those are real. The Soaplands. I don't know. Do you guys yes. know about those? OK, yes. wait, what I are read- they? I don't understand. So I read about this in Aziz Ansari's book um modern but, uh, modern romance modern romance something like, yeah on romance Weird. or modern romance or something i was just uh, looking at that on my bookshelf today it's kind of a fun read yeah um but yeah there's like it's they're like kids so they kind of they're like brothels but basically you go and they like you're in like a tank of like suds and like a lady in a bathing suit like gets on you and i don't know there's a number of things i guess that happen depending on what you pay because you're not because you're because you're not allowed to have penetrative, like you're not allowed to pay for. There's like a loophole in the anti-prostitution right. laws 
that you can't have penetrative sex, so a lady can just rub on you until you orgasm as long as you don't like go inside of her. It's something like that. Right. All right. So it's weird. But anyways, I thought that was an interesting thing. Um, I mean, it, so- it sounds better, honestly. <laughs> it seems interesting to me. I mean, I'm a married man now, but I was always like, huh, all right. If I ever make it to Japan, check that out. Um, at least at the end, you're clean, you know? That's, that's the thing, too, is it's like, because that's always a concern for, for me when I think of <laughs> yes, these things. Yes, of course. Um, the, uh, the, the final note I had, well, I got a couple notes on, like, the people involved, but I know you got to get going, Andrew. Is that right? No, I'm good. For oh, you're good. Bit. Okay. Um, so the shadow, the character at the end on top of the church, um, I thought it was really cool that, like, I his like shadow that, yeah. was his thing and you could, like, f- start to sink into his shadow. I so, agree. Yeah. That oh, really that's neat. what was happening. Okay. Yeah. yeah um okay so those are my main notes two more or i guess a couple more little ones um this film had a uh, live action adaptation it was a hong kong film in 1992 which i'm kind of wow. curious to watch yeah Boy. i can yeah what imagine. do they do with the creatures i don't know and it's, I, a, hong, I, it's a hong kong movie that's interesting because this is yeah i think yeah. that's what they said that it was a hong kong film um but uh so uh kawajiri so the uh, director of this film is that right? Did I write that? Yeah. Okay. Was his first name or last name? Uh, he also worked on a film called Ninja Scroll, which I have heard of. I've heard is a good anime. Ninja Squirrel. Ninja Scroll. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 he also did Vampire Hunter D: Bloodlust. Uh, so the sequel, okay. I guess. Which I remember, like that was really getting pushed. Like when I was in high school, it was new and it was like at Suncoast Video and everybody was into Vampire Hunter D or something. Are they titled um, like A, B, C, D? Because that's a no, good idea. I, I don't think so. Yeah, actually, I'm going to do that. Have any sequels done that? Has any franchise? Not that done? I can think of. I'm going to do it. They should. That's OK. Here's what we do. Once we take over Hollywood, uh, we make a either a sequel or a remake or a reboot of Easy A, but call it Easy mm-hmm. B. Easy B. And then okay. just go from there. Um. Uh, final one. Oh, he also he did one of the shorts for the Animatrix, which I did not recognize. Oh, uh, which one it was? I've seen that, but I've only seen like one or two of those shorts. But okay, final I've... note was uh, that the animation and even some of the sound effects in this <clears throat> uh, reminded me of a very excellent uh, Saturday morning cartoon that I used to watch called The Real Ghostbusters. Yeah, ah, um, yes. I remember that. So I don't know exactly if there was any kind of link, like if they were shipping it to a, some, like a studio. Uh, you know, I know a lot of cartoons, like American cartoons, get animated in like Korea or Japan. Um, uh, South Korea, I should be specific. Um, and uh, yeah, but then the, even the sound effects were similar to like what you would hear in that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, that is all I got. So it is time, I believe, for the cruise minute. Um, all right, what do we got? Well, they are officially shooting Mission Impossible Eight, which is nice. Um, he's just making movies that are shelved, which is weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to see somebody just make like three two hundred plus million dollar movies that no one gets to see. Um, what? 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 So. Is there one other than Top Gun and Mission Seven? Like, is it the Moon one? No, Mission yeah, Eight. He's wow. shooting. He's in Africa shooting Mission Eight. He's okay, but I'm just saying there's not. Okay, okay. No, there's not a finished one. Not no. Um, there's also uh some, some the. I take all of this with a grain of salt, but uh, there's like a kind of spicy uh tell-all from uh, 
his first manager talking about some of his kind of drain like just him being i mean mostly it's around him being like young and in risky business um okay but there was one quote that i really really made me sad but also was just like you know what i think this is the one this is the thing that this person has said i believe the most which is i wish he had other things in his life but i don't think he loves people he just loves what he does (laughs) interesting probably true that's okay Uh, yeah i think it's okay Uh, uh, if he as long as he's happy and not hurting other people which (laughs) he might be yeah well they're talking about his uh she's also talking about his um he had a bit of a hair trigger um Mm -hmm. which i buy it said he uh totally and that a lot of it uh from a book or from an interview well i'm not totally sure it looks like it's a it's an exclusive interview with eileen berlin so i think it's just an interview okay um, anyway, I don't know. There's a bunch of other stuff. I think so, everyone who's in The Outsiders has could be described as having a hair trigger. Sure. I feel like that's why they were invited. Maybe that's what <laughs> to made audition. them. Maybe that's what made them outsiders. Could be. Mm. Yep. They had to go cool off outside. It's interesting. There's like a, a picture of uh of his uh like demands for starring in Risky Business. It's like kind of interesting he wanted like he wanted to have the most favorable dressing room what but like but you never but you never know see i take that stuff with a grain of salt because it's like is he sitting down and writing that list sure i don't don't know know. i I don't know and also there's you know we've as we've um what's the what's the famous one uh the The m&m's thing yeah m&m thing the band yeah van halen they wanted um there to be no whatever color M&Ms in their giant bowl of M&Ms. And it was like a stupid thing, but it was because there's actually tons of like safety shit in this contract. And if you get to the, the M&M thing, it means you fucking read it. Oh, okay. So, so, um, so I, I, I do, I do get it on some level, but yeah, there's some, some, some strange ones. Like he wanted like first star drilling main titles, at least 75% of the title. No one gets larger billing. If the female lead has greater stature than Tom, then, sh- then he gets second billing. Uh, but that's also just like normal career stuff too. Yeah. Like he's trying to become sound, a movie that star. Doesn't sound, that doesn't sound crazy to me. No. And I'm yeah. sure, and like even if you do think it sounds crazy, like I'm pretty sure that as a like very young person in Hollywood, people are like, this is what you have to ask for. For sure. Like this is this is how you do this. I'm not trying to like absolve Tom. I don't think any of this is bad to begin with. No, like... I don't. I don't either. Uh but it's interesting. It's an interesting kind of peak. Yeah. Um yeah, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily like pulling this up in order to It seems like the kind of thing he didn't end up caring about very much. Probably not. He's because also he's, he's 18 he's at this point. He's done a lot point. of different Exactly. But yeah. he's yeah. done a lot of he's done movies since then where he wasn't top billing or was sure. it or it was an ensemble or for you sure know, he was playing a smaller character yeah or you know gave up two years of his life and lived in a trailer to make you know eyes wide shut yeah. and yeah. eat spaghetti with kubrick every day so whatever God, living the dream I know. and banging nicole kidman truly hey, did you see her yeah. cover of vanity fair Recently. Uh, it's very, it's very yeah. weird yeah brand new um i don't know if i like it but maybe mike you can be the litmus test okay 
I think it's somewhat strange. But Let's, which one is it? Is it the oh page six? Is it oh, no, her sorry, with Vanity, the... Vanity Fair? I'm looking at with it now. Almost no clothes. I'm copying it into the Discord. That a photograph? Or is that well? A... She's Do... wearing a wig, and it's possibly green screen or oh, definitely. I don't. The, but all the, they did like eight different covers, and they're all very bizarre. And they also made like accompanying Instagram videos to go with them that are very uh, cringe. Uh huh. Yeah, her. It's weird because like I'm I'm looking at it right now, and I'm it, it, it's taken me twenty seconds of staring at it to determine if this is a like a like a painting or not. Yeah, you I know? think it is. So... It might qualify. I mean, yeah. What do you? What are we right. asking for my opinion on? Is this uh, good? Is this going into the files? No, no but, but it's okay. because it looks like her face was just put in there. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, but I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's an odd no. outfit. Like it's not. It's a, it's a. I think the outfit is not sexy at all. Yeah. No, it's not. It's terrible. I mean, but you got the shoes and the socks, and so like that's fine. So for me. let me. I'm the pilgrim to, skirt doesn't do anything for me. So is yeah. the skirt the skirt's meant to be? Am I crazy? Is it meant to be a pair of pants that was like? Yeah, and the cut? top, the top, the top is, is as well. <laughs> the top, you, if is you look, awesome pants. The top, <laughs> if you look, it's the waistband of a pair of trousers. Oh, it's yeah, basically okay. the same garment as the skirt, and then it's got a brown yeah. bra like attached to it. It's it's awful bad. It's awful. Um, I want to look up who made it. Um. Like, I yeah. appreciate it as, like, an avant-garde thing, but it's weird because it kind of dressed her, like, sexy schoolgirl in a way. Like, that's what this is giving, and it is not. Yeah. Um, it's a very confused schoolgirl. She's yeah. also... Oh, it's, it's, totally it's Mew Mew. It's a... It's a, it's a it, the outfit is Mew Mew. And, and I, I think the bra might be separate. And she's... I, wow. Just, I, I, I don't want to... Wow. So the video She's, on the Instagram is interesting. Yeah. She's like welcoming her. you to movies. I think. Well, that's, She's saying back to the movies. So maybe the pants, maybe the pants, because the pants, because you wear pants at movie theaters when you're sitting in the yeah. seats, maybe. Well, I don't, but yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. sit on the floor? No, I don't wear pants. I wear oh, like a skirt. Yeah. I guess that's true. Never mind that she just freaking torpedoed my argument. Thanks. <sighs> Anyhow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. And that's right. a cruise. I minute. have a little bit of a cruise minute. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. <sighs> so uh, as I want to tell everybody, I painted my basement with my uh, mother last weekend. Oh, um, yeah. She helped on the weekend. I did a lot of the other work throughout okay. the rest of the week. But, you know, mm -hmm. she did help. Okay. So nice. anyhow, I had a lot of time to listen to some of our old episodes and um, I listened to some like really some pretty old episodes like early in the pandemic episodes and then all the way to, you know, early in the late or I don't know. I mean, you know, the pandemic just went on much longer. And so there's like mm -hmm. December 2020 and then there's like, you know, we're in like, you know, March of 2024 and we're saying mm -hmm. like. I think it's about over, <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyhow, uh, multiple episodes that I just listened to because I kind of just had them chosen randomly. Uh, we were like, 
oh, I can't believe they're still filming Mission Impossible 7. It seems like they've been doing this for a while. And then it was like <laughs> one from like seven months later. And Andrew was like, so I got some Tom Cruise news. Uh, filming Mission Impossible 7. And like Kit yeah. says, again, like in the episode I had just listened to, like she had said, it's like, I thought they were done filming that. Like how long have they been filming that? So, and yeah. then you said tonight, it's like they're filming Mission Impossible. And then I was expecting 7, but you said yeah. eight, So yeah. it's sort yeah. of a... Uh, well, it's yeah. be, it's it's been a very confusing production because it went way longer than it was supposed to. Right. I think it costs like almost a hundred million dollars more than it was supposed to. It's by oh, far that... it costs the Mission Impossible Seven cost as much as Avatar. Really? Which, Wasn't that yes. five hundred million? No, it was three hundred million. Which really? okay, yes, which which was far and away the most expensive movie ever made at right. the time. Three hundred million. Yeah. And now 300 million is not, I, I think it's like, I think Avatar is like pretty far down the list of most expensive movies ever made. But um, oh. yeah, but just thinking about, but just understanding that like almost a hundred million dollars of its budget was unintentional is yeah. insane. That is so, crazy. Yeah. I'm sure Paramount's not thrilled. No, but, I don't uh, think so. But you know, Tom Cruise, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Thank you for joining us tonight, folks. And please join us next week when for... we're going to watch. I got I got three possibilities. OK, three, well, let's three... wrap it up. OK, and then I'll uh, we can discuss it off. Sounds uh, good. Air. Cool. Okay. OK. All right. Um, slow motion triple feature was recorded in the waiting room at Soapland. Special thanks to our <laughs> producer, Lee, the man in the booth who makes us sound great. If you'd like. Oh, and I want to add Lee is absolutely necessary to this operation. He is not an unnecessary man. Oh, like we all he agree said I was. Yeah, what? we all agree. We all yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to contact us, please do so at slow motion triple at gmail dot com. Hooray for-